Thank you for listening to this podcast hosted by the Cambridge MBA. A transcript of this podcast will be made available soon. In the 1980s, Japanese companies dominated the consumer electronics and automotive industries with innovative products such as the Walkman and processors such as Kaizen. The future looked bright for Japanese manufacturing. And yet, the last 10 years has not been kind to Japanese manufacturing. They have lost market share to Korean and Taiwanese competitors in the consumer electronics industries. And in 2011, the top Japanese electronics companies had combined losses of 17 billion US dollars. So, is there any hope for Japanese manufacturing? I'm Conrad Chua, head of MBA admissions, and with me to discuss the prospects for Japanese manufacturing is Masato Omori, a current student of the Cambridge MBA. Masato, first, tell us a bit about what you did before you joined the Cambridge MBA. I started my career as a business uh, consultant and working on uh, business strategy projects for Japanese and foreign companies. Uh, two years later, I moved to Jap- uh, Japan Electronics Company and looked after a PC accessory business, and then worked on a business development project for company's new business. Can you tell us why you think Japanese manufacturers are facing so many problems at the moment? Yeah, first of all, I would like to talk about the, the, the Japanese uh, manufacturing uh, total landscape. Uh, according to the JETO statics, uh, statistics, uh, Japan, uh, Japanese main exports are industrial materials and uh, capital goods. Those two accounts for 75% of Japanese exports, and their amount have been growing at least for the uh, last eight years. On the other hand, durable consumer goods such as automobiles and uh, consumer electronics account for around 15% of Japanese exports are not growing much. The uh, amount of electronics exports in uh, 2011 is almost half of uh, the, that in 2005. Amount of automobile exports are stable since uh, 2005. Capital goods manufacturers have still competitive advantages and staying in, ca- in Japan. Uh, automobile manufacturers have gone already and electronics manufacturers are now escaping from Japan, I think. Um, that's current situation of Japanese manufacturing. Okay. Yeah. So Masato, what you're saying is capital goods, which yeah. are mostly business-to-business, B2B, yeah. uh, Japanese companies are still very strong. Yeah, I think so. And they still manufacture quite a lot in Japan. Yeah. Whereas the, uh, the more B2C kind of products, uh, say the electronics, yeah. is where there's been a lot of uh, uh, issues. But say in automotive, the Japanese companies have responded by manufacturing outside Japan. Yeah. Would that be right? Yeah, I think, yeah, that's true. Why do you think that Japanese companies find it more difficult mm-hmm. to, be, to be as globally successful mm-hmm. in the B2C market as they have in B2B? Yeah, so I think it is uh, partly comes from Japanese characteristics. Okay. Uh, yeah, so as you may know, uh, Japanese are good at Kaizen improvement. So uh, in, that, uh, in the case uh, that the, the market re- requirement or market needs is very clear, Japanese can... Uh, do well, but uh, nowadays the in uh, B two C market, uh, consumer consumers uh, needs are very diff- uh, diversified, and it is very difficult to capture the market needs. So that is why um, Japanese companies are struggling for capturing the new market. Japanese companies like Sony mm-hmm. uh, developed the Walkman, which yeah. was a phenomenal 
B2C product. Yeah. Um, and even Sharp had yeah. uh, came up with the LCD screens for yeah. TVs. Yeah. Why do you think now these companies are having trouble in the B2C market? Uh, the success of, of uh, Walkman and LCD is different from each other, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, for uh, LCD case, it is the, the market uh, requirement is very similar to B2B, which means the, the, the customers require better quality. So the, the goal, is goal for manufacturers are very clear. So that is why uh, they, can, they could achieve that. And uh, the reason of a workman's success is, I think, it is by chance. It's by chance? By chance, yeah. Mm. I, it is by chance the, what the engineer personally wanted was what the, the customers wanted. Um, in recent years, there have been some very high-profile non-Japanese CEOs of Japanese companies in companies like Sony, uh, Nissan. Is there been a similar process of learning from uh, these non-Japanese CEOs? It is not so important uh, whether the CEO is Japanese or non-Japanese in terms of business practice. The, the reason why having a non-Japanese CEO, uh, the company would like to uh, communicate with its employees or market and investors to say, we will change. Why do you say that it's uh, not so important in terms of the business practices? Yeah. So in general, uh, Japanese companies' uh, middle management have, have strong power. Carlos Ghosn uh, at Nissan uh, utilize its middle managers and involve them to change the company. So Masato, you are now in the uh, student on the Cambridge MBA. Yeah. What do you feel you've learned or you want to learn that may have lessons for Japanese companies? So Japanese are good at Kaizen, but it is very difficult to understand the, the market or B2C needs. Um, it is partly because uh, that the Japanese uh, people have similar culture within Japan, so and they don't, uh, we don't have uh, any experience uh, to learn the different culture. Uh, but going outside of Japan and learning, uh, from, uh, learning at uh, Cambridge, uh, it is a very good opportunity to learn other cultures. Thank you very much, Masato, for giving us an overview of Japanese manufacturing and how Japan is still very strong in terms of the B2B segment, and also an insight into why Japanese companies in the B2C sphere are finding it difficult in some areas to uh, globalize. And I hope that you have a fulfilling experience on the Cambridge MBA, and I look forward to seeing what lessons you will impart when you go back to Japan. Thank you very much.